It's the Sean Pittman Show, where we talk about politics, sports, entertainment, and business. Here is your host, Sean Pittman. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Sean Pittman Show. This is a year in review, y'all. We talked about it last week that we were going to have a couple special, special guests, and they're special to me. Uh, one you know, one you're getting to know, uh, Attorney Daryl Parks. Here today in the studio and attorney Jasmine Henderson here in the studio today. Uh, two very good friends. Welcome to the show. Our last show of the year. I really wanted to sit with some friends so that we could um, we could uh, try to be good, but try to be bad, but try to be insightful. So, Attorney Parks, Attorney Henderson, welcome to the show this morning. Good morning. We, we intend to do all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us. Well, no, thank you all for being here. So, we, we've done all of 2019, y'all. And, man, this year, this year just kind of blew by. I know it blew by for me, and I know it blew by for y'all, too. Uh, what do you think? And I want to just jump right in. What do you think? Attorney Parks, because you you's kind of ready for this. What do you think? was the worst thing to happen in 2019 the worst thing Ooh, man like, like where do you start <laughs> you know we lost elijah cummings this year and elijah cummings was like the conscience of of the congressional the cbc and just what he was doing for our people and so for him to die so abruptly um, yeah, we didn't. I mean, it just happened. We didn't I mean, expect it, but yeah. But think about it. Wasn't it great to see President Obama sitting there, Michelle Obama, and the words that Kwasim Fumi said at his at his um, homegoing celebration? It was great for us to get a good lift in a year of impeachment. Yeah, yeah. Day and night. So that's right. To, to have that day where they took the time to honor him to go to Baltimore, and you know what? The current president thinks of Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We could play that back. <laughs> to lift Baltimore up, though, right? Yeah, it was, yeah. was very special. And for, for our people to come together in a positive way for Congressman um, Elijah Cummings. No, I agree with that. Um, that was, a, a, as you said, unexpected and, and a shock for us. And probably one of, the, you know, obviously a big loss to our community um, because he was a, you know, I mean, he was a fighter. He was a champion. Turner Henderson, what do you think? Was 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 one of those things in 2019 that's going to impact us uh, for a long time? Well, I think one of the worst things about 2019 for me was not necessarily impeachment itself, because I think it's necessary for us to investigate and impeach any president who abuses his power. But the coverage of impeachment is what is terrible to me. And I think it will impact us going forward simply because some networks have decided to influence rather than inform. And I think that that lack of journalistic integrity is going to impact the way that we view news and view news news networks as we move forward and as a country. So that's an interesting point, right? And and you bring up and, and Attorney Park, she's talking about the extremes that we're living in. Now this it's hard this the middle kind of ducking and hiding because everybody that are on one side or the other, they waving their flags and they 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 got them cemented. I mean, they're not they're not yielding in any way. I wonder, Attorney Henderson, as you bring up the networks and having their point of view, and it's like it's like you don't really get the news anymore. You go for you go to listen to clarification uh and, and ammunition on how you feel. Exactly. Not really information uh that that helps you make a decision. Where do you think the Black News Network that that uh, John Marks and the folks at FAMU and J.C. Watt uh, are launching early 2020, uh, is that going to help 
or do you think it's more the same? I'd love to hear both of your opinions on that. Well, I think that we have to return to a place where we are investigating things and informing people on the facts that we learn. I think it's hard when you have a 24 hour news cycle and you have some networks that, that have, have to entertainment, right? right. That means that's got to be more entertainment. Than right. News. And so if there's a balance between news and, you know, programming that's supposed to be entertainment, I think that they can be influential. And I think that they can show um, some with some commentary, the perspective of how these things impact African-Americans. Yeah. Attorney Parks, have you have you what do you think about? I mean, is this. Can the Black News Channel, have, you know, be a plus for us in that way? It, or, or it'll is, be tough. I think it could be a plus, yeah. but the problem is too many options for people. Um, as a person who just got his first Amazon Fire Stick in the last month. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't think you want to admit that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I mean, they sell it on Amazon. Is it, bro- is it broken or is it just a standard fire stick? Y'all, this is the Sean Pittman show. <laughs> At the end of the year, uh, the Paternity Parks <laughs> making so, admissions here. <laughs> so, so, you know, um, I, I think but the, the, that's the reality we live in. The fact that you can buy the fire stick on Amazon. Um, and you finally get tired of some high bills from other people provide TV services. I think it's a lot of choices, and I think, but but I think there's a definitely a niche there that um, Brother Marks and and other people at FAMU can are trying to address, and that's important. And I say that um, because I do do a little bit of Fox News still, um, and I get feedback from who listens to that, and obviously their objective is totally different. I think about. A recent question I had on Hannity's show, and where they just try to act a little simple question about whatever uh, improvements blacks are having in employment as a result of this current administration, which the two really may not have anything to do with each other, um, but but the, but that's the narrative that's put out there. So narratives, as you say, is driving the deal a lot. But we're seeing media change greatly. Think about now um, when you see things in the news now, just how much lacking in the state papers that we're seeing, the, just the lack of reporters. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And very few um, newspapers really investing in real reporting. They, 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 and and they're, they're closing down, right? I mean, we are seeing the change, and we've been seeing it for a while, and it is having a, a direct impact on the the listener and the the person that's taking it all in right so we're 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 sort of refuting to and we're escaping to what we want to hear versus the information that that is unbiased and and informative to us. Chad, I want to go back to another point because you, you started okay. talking about where politics w- was going heading to in 2019. Um, not that I agree with them, but I think what we saw from Alexander Ocasio Cortez, Rashida Tlaib. Uh, Representative Omar and Representative Presley, right? How at a certain point during this year they tried to put them as the out front um, spokespersons, right? What did they call them? The quad? Was it the, 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 the squad. squad? The squad. The squad. Well, we re- know they represent a small group of the of, of the party and political thought, but yet because of cable TV they and took news front, in general, yeah. it took for what well, people put them out front. They yeah. they didn't take it. I think they they happen to be like the the people we've seen on the news the last few weeks here who talk loud. And it's the crying baby gets all the attention mm-hmm. versus the well thought out people. And you and I know a bunch of people like the Al Lawsons and Sanford Bishops of the world who are well thought and well seasoned people. And they're not the people they put on TV. They putting the crying baby out there and let the and think to let that drive the deal. When we all know that's not the majority. The majority are, are, are well seasoned people who think things out um, like. Um, I mean, many other people, many people yeah, in yeah, Congress yeah. who 
who who who people want to hear from, but we don't hear from them. Right. No, I received that, but it, it takes me right into where I wanted to go to. You know, who, in your opinion, had the biggest year in 2019, whether that's a person or an organization or uh, well, an I'll, issue? I'll say this. I think we can't have this conversation without talking about Andrew Gillum. I think the momentum that Andrew got, you know, win, lose, or draw from the campaign uh, meant so much to people in our state, but also what it meant to what people in the country saw just from the fact that he had an opportunity and he was at the cusp. Um, yeah. That, so, that's not so, to be taken lightly. So, his, so you're saying, uh, Attorney Parks, that his 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 2018 uh, carry forward to 2019, which I agree with yeah, you. I mean, yeah, he, because when they finally saw him on he CNN, became national. I mean, the uh, question was, well, what, what's next for him? Right, right, right. I and mean, people yeah. still asking that they, question. They asking that right? question, but that was an important question because, you know, we all hadn't, I never thought I'd see that day that we would have such, even come that close. Yeah. And just to be that close to it um, was was a statement uh, for people who live in this state, especially for our people who live in counties like my home county, Polk County, Polk county That's where, right. where folks ain't got no shot of the power. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so to see somebody get close to the power um, means a lot um, to, it was for people who live in Polk and Lake County, counties that... There's no shots. I mean, there's so many of those counties in the state that people don't think about or know about. I mean, right, all right. of us don't live in Orange, Palm Beach, Dayton, Broward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you, 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 this is a good point. Turner Henderson, what do you think? Uh, who, who had the biggest year? Well, I'm going to switch gears a little bit because one thing that I've taken away from this time since, um, we'll just say 2016, and what I think younger people felt was a rejection of our culture has been a rise of people who have taken our culture and taken ownership of it, especially in the entertainment industry. And so this year was a big year for beautiful art. And you can't go um, without mentioning Ava DuVernay um, or Lena Waithe. But the biggest was Tyler Perry and the opening of his studios in Atlanta. To me, he had the best year of 2019 because to take something that was so is a part of our history that is so um, shameful and hurtful and to turn it into something that is such a symbol of how we've progressed as a black people and the art and how much we've contributed to art and culture. And then naming the stages after so many influential actors and producers to me was just beautiful. So to me, he had the best year of 2019. You bring up Tyler Perry. That's great. I got to tell you, and, and, and I don't know if y'all have been there yet. Um, There are no words for what he did. I mean, first of all, there's so many layers about what it means, right? I mean, you mentioned right. the part that all of us, especially as African-Americans, I mean, we we just have a lot of pride for mm-hmm. what... He, he didn't have to do any of that. He could have just done the, the biggest studio in the world. Right. And it could have been Tyler Perry everywhere and he all He could have chosen any but location. He, he, and he could have chosen any location. But... He was the brilliance in it is he fed into what Georgia and Atlanta had been talking about for a decade. They wanted to take over the entertainment industry, the film industry, and he's gotten them to buy into it. Mm -hmm. And then he comes back, Attorney Parks, and he's so selfless with it. Even people who talk negatively about him didn't like him. He flipped it on them and mm-hmm. named studios off. And these studios are top notch. I yeah. mean, 14 major studios named after major 
African-American legends. Uh, and then we all, especially those who love politics, we love political movies, mm-hmm. political shows. He builds a darn <clears throat> replica of the White House, the grounds and everything right on the property. So any show, they don't have to build it right. if they want to, if they need the White House. All they got to do is go to Tyler Perry Studios. It is absolutely fabulous. Attorney Parks, if you haven't seen it, brother, you got to, you got to get there. I'm you got to get there to soon. It. But, but that, that was good. So Attorney Parks, let's go, we, let's flip it. I mean, we talked about who may have had the best years in 2019. Anybody have a year that sort of was a, I hate to say failure, but was disappointing uh, to us. The king of R&B. That, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> oh, wow. R. Kelly. Um, R. Kelly. Oh, man, he had the worst year. Yeah. I mean, once the feds got on R. Kelly and put those counts on him um, and then got past those little state issues, um, his whole the whole game changed for him. Um, I think um, we've probably seen the last of R. Kelly. And it's interesting, though, right? And it's, it's it's so funny that both of you right away sort of went. And that wasn't prompted, y'all. I mean, <laughs> they both went to R. Kelly right away. And as we try to uh, reflect on 2019, uh, to our listeners who just joined us, I have attorney Daryl Parks, attorney uh, Jasmine Henderson on the show, uh, just really to do a little reflection. Uh, I agree. I think, and a lot of us have heard it in our community over the years. I mean, it's been a long time we've been hearing that. I mean, it was back in 2002 when we saw the video. I I ain't seen it. (laughs) Nobody's admitting it, but I saw it. I haven't seen it. (laughs) Um, But listen, and and we're laughing, y'all, but we, 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 we know it's a serious matter. And... And he's dealing with some serious issues right now, and 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 I and and I know who hates it more than we hate it is Chicago, because he was such a he held Chicago as he, it, it was synonymous for a long he's time. An icon, yeah. And 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 um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I think 2019 for him um, was a huge blunder. And I think as we move into 2020 and 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 that continues, I think it's going to he may be we may be talking about him to end the next year um, being in the same light. You know, so. Chad, I want to switch to another issue. You know, um, one thing that kind of kind of really surprised me. And this is totally political. Back sure. To the state. Sure. Let's do when it. I saw our new governor come out in, in favor of increasing pay for teachers. Man, teachers need needs teachers time. need some heroes. And I, that that one came out of left field. I didn't see that coming. Um, but from obviously know so many teachers, and you know how they live. We know a bunch of poor teachers. We know teachers with second jobs. Well, 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 attorney, we you know it was a big campaign thing when they were all running. I mean, Andrew Gillum was running around. I mean, his whole thing was, I mean, he ran on increasing teacher beginning salaries right. of $50,000. Right. So I, I agree, you know, having the Republican governor come in and decide that even though that it wasn't a Democrat or Republican issue, it was a, it's a it's a yeah. it's just a, an important issue. I don't significant know the background. I, I, I'm curious to hear one day what was his logic on that? Where did that come? Did something had to spur that? I don't know the answer to it. Well, um, 
<laughs> I got. I, I, um, I'm gonna learn a uh, hundred. <laughs> hey, every, everybody! I wish y'all could see through here because uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Attorney Parks being left on his own on that one as he <laughs> as he tries to explore that. Uh, but listen, y'all, uh, what do you think 2019 will be remembered for? Though, I mean, obviously, in a day or two, we're done. We're mm-hmm. in 2020, and and God, if you can hear me, unless I, no, no, I ain't gonna say that. I hope 2020 don't go as fast as 2019. Oh my God, I, uh, I can barely remember everything that happened in 2019 that went so fast. But what do y'all think it will be remembered for? I think what happened this month, uh, without question, um, Speaker Pelosi, and and the things that are happening in D.C. the U.S. Congress um, are going to play a big role in 2020. So it's, it's very interesting that we find ourselves with those events and, and how it's going to roll, definitely roll over into the new year. Attorney Henderson, you, is that your is that where you are, too, as far as? Well, two things that I, I, I didn't for? say about, you know, Chicago when you mentioned it was like we can't go without mentioning Jesse, our brother Jesse in Chicago and his memorable oh, event oh, from wow. 2019. <laughs> See, that's why 2019 went too fast, y'all, because I thought this I had so, forgotten about that. I thought that was 2017. <laughs> so, you know, Chicago, they got two strikes against them this year, but we still respect them. Um, one thing I do hope is an outcome of the whole R. Kelly issue is that people look back at it and they see the importance of getting mental health intervention because you see how victims victimize people um, and a lot of the people that you saw that R. Kelly chose to to victimize um, were people who were like him who were poor who had ambition and you know so I hope that we all as a community especially a black community realize how much trauma can play into our adulthood but I do agree that the what 2019 is going to be known for is impeachment you know we've only impeached what I think is three, three, three other presidents mm-hmm. Johnson Nixon and Clinton and so of course we're going to remember these hearings we're going to remember the testimony and we're going to remember how divided we are are as a nation. I think in the latest poll, there's 47 against and 45% for, and that's startling. It's, it's, it's startling. And so I think as we move into 2020, that's still going to be an issue that is talked about and that continues to divide us. And what I hope is that after 2020 and after the election, that we all find some type of common ground to come back together as a nation. Well, what's interesting in you you all's answers about 2019 is is what has become normalized for us. And that is what happened in El Paso, you know, what happened a couple times in Florida and what happened, you know, these mass shootings. Um, there were several of them in 2019. And, and it's funny you say and, that too because yeah, yeah. in preparation of that I wrote down Virginia Beach. I mean I don't even remember Virginia Beach. Like, exactly, exactly. 10 to 14 people died there. But what does it say to us that that, you know, it's no longer at the forefront because we've sort of become conditioned to the fact that uh, that it is going to happen. And I think Attorney Henderson, when you bring up <laughs> mental health, you might have brought up what 2019 probably should be known for because everything y'all talked about is about crazy stuff. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, things where people, uh, you know, where it really uh, sort of exacerbates the fact for us, illuminates and highlights the fact that mental health in this day in society is something that needs to, to, to be funded, needs to be pushed right. forward. And in our community in particular, it needs to be okay. Right. But Sean, but you don't we don't hear any political leaders making that the issue. I mean, these situations happen 
um, our leaders get on TV and they're like they're going to do something about it, right? And they don't do anything about it. I mean, they don't they don't spend the money. They don't make it a focus. They, you never heard of a special session being called for it. You don't hear none of that. So none of that's happening, right? And because we're not willing to raise the money for it, we're not willing to prioritize it, um, it's just not there. Um, and so um, I'll, I'll tell you one little issue that we're dealing with in this community that the state of Florida um, indicated to some of the, the families who have sickle cell disease that they could not properly fund sickle cell initiatives because they were dealing with the things from Parkland. And I just flat out reject that 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 approach. Uh, you, you, to see, it. you see Attorney well, Henderson and I shaking our heads. One thing I wanted to over say over at the legislature, we saw that excuse being used a lot. Right, and, and mental health is brought up by our leaders in certain situations. Right after, after the it. park li- right after, after the Parkland it. shooting, they talked about and put into law that they want to have more options for mental health intervention um, for people in elementary schools, middle schools, high schools. I believe I think it's K through twelve. Um, but you don't see that same conversation when you see violence in other communities when you see a high rate of shootings between teenagers and young people it's always about what well, we want to be tough on crime but it's never about well what are the things that we can do in that community to solve some what of the, the issues symptoms? what are the symptoms right right <coughs> solve some of the issues that are going on in these children and i think it's really highlighted when you look at the reaction between the crack epidemic and the opioid epidemic with the opioid epidemic it's a mental health issue with the crack epidemic it was a criminal issue and so yes i do think that and mental health is talked about, but it is not an approach that is used across the board for all communities. Yeah. So listen, last question, y'all. What is what can we look to for 2020? I mean, what what can put us what do you expect will happen that will put us on the right course uh, um, for 2020 to be an amazing, positive, great. All the great terms I can come up with. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, I think we're going to see. Kind of the euphoria we saw with President Obama, we're going to see a, a like a new resurgence of that type of atmosphere in the country, a renewed hope um, because of a change in things. And so that change in things is going to create um, some positive things. Um, we, we definitely saw that the economy started to slow a little bit um, now. Um, so that will end somewhere in 2020. And as we get new leadership, we'll see that that resurgence come both economically and socially. Okay, Attorney Henderson, what do you think? What was the question again? Uh, It's a tough question. Well, listen, 2020, Mm -hmm. what do you hope for? What do you hope for in 2020? Um, I think I alluded to it a bit earlier. I think that we find some way to come to um, having some civility and some conversation between people who don't necessarily agree and find a way to solve some of the issues because there are real issues that are impacting our nation um, together as one. Um, and that's my hope for 2020. That's a really high that's hope. High. That's, that's 50,000 feet, <laughs> but we're okay with that. We are. Listen, y'all have heard it here uh, from Attorney Parks, Attorney Henderson uh, joining us today just for sort of a year in review. And it's hard to do that in, in, in 30 minutes, y'all, because you know, we live in uh, we live in a, a tough world where we all got too many choices every day. Uh, best advice: keep your kids off the internet. <laughs> That's very uh, true. <laughs> you know, lock those iPads. And uh, uh, look, we hope here from the Sean Pittman Show that 2020 is bright and that we get uh, the opportunity to talk to more of you about. Um, 
life, liberty, and the, and your pursuit. Uh, so thank y'all for coming. Thank y'all. We appreciate it. And uh, happy New Year to y'all. Thanks. I know you're Same to you. going off to do uh, incredible things. You both are doing incredible things. We hope you guys continue to do what you're doing, particularly here in the capital city. Uh, listeners, stay with us. We'll be back for another very, very short Pittman Point right after this. You're listening to The Sean Pittman Show. It's time for Pittman's Point. Welcome back, everybody. We certainly want to thank Attorney Henderson and Attorney Parks for joining us uh, to take a look back at the year that was and uh, the decade that was and, uh, and giving us some insight into the new year that is to come. Um, now it's time for the Pittman Point. This is our last show before uh, the new year here at the Sean Pittman Show. And before the clock strikes midnight, I want us all to look back not only at the year we've had, but on the decade that has come and gone. It is understandable that some of us may start to question ourselves uh, during this time of year. Of course, we all do. And second guess our choices. But I want to remind us this morning that a fresh start is just ahead. So to put my point today is make 2020 your year. Make 2020s your decade Set goals, work hard, and hold yourself accountable. We only get one chance to make a first impression. So make your first impression on the new year a strong one. And from a personal note, from me to you, we want to thank you for joining us this year on the Sean Pittman Show. Help us grow. Stay with us. Tell us what you want to hear. And we promise we will do our best to make this show entertaining and relevant. This has been the Sean Pittman Show, the 2019 version, but we'll see you in 2020.